0: Hello there, this is Livingstone Oluwa on um, Activating Angelic Assistance. I'm so excited to bring the word of the Lord to you today. And today's episode um, is what I titled Angels Are Here For You. Let me just tell you a quick story about myself before I went. On the 9th of January 2015, I was in the Garden of the saints. 我洗水 to listen. Of God are those whom God has got the heirs of the kingdom, the heirs of God. Right, the kingdom is their inheritance, and because the kingdom is their inheritance, everything that God has formed in the kingdom, right, revolves around these children. Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus Christ. Intergenerational ministry is so crucial. the ministry of the angels, right from the beginning. Right from the beginning, Abraham, our father in the faith, right, had tremendous tremendous results in his life by the operation of the ministry of the angels. In fact, his only son, his only son, right, Isaac. The, the reason I called Isaac his only son is because that's what God called Isaac. Remember when God asked him to offer about Isaac? God said, Your son, your only son, Isaac, God didn't count Ishmael as his son because God. As so, our father, Abraham, the father of Isaac, received Isaac by the ministry of angels. Do you remember Genesis chapter 19? The Bible recorded that Abraham sat in the front of his house, right? And then he lifted up his eyes and saw three men coming towards him. And then he stood up and went to greet them. And those men were angels, and he invited them into his house. And it was on that note that they gave him the promise that by the step next year, right? By this time, according to the time of life, Sarah would give birth to a child that is name Isaac. And it was exactly so. If our father Abraham enjoyed the ministry of the angels in the Old Testament, then this for Even our Lord Jesus Christ did not fulfill his ministry on the outside of the ministry of the angels. We we'll see how that Jesus was in the wilderness. When the Lord led him right into the when the spirit of God led him into the wilderness to so fast forty days and forty night, the Bible said he was tempted of the devil. Okay, the Bible says he was tempted of the devil, and well, the scripture recorded three temptations. And the Bible says after the devil left him, after the devil tempted him and left him for a while, the Bible says angels came to strengthen him. Angels came to strengthen him. If Jesus, our Lord, needs the ministry of angels, how much more? Who have come in his likeness, who have been called after his order. Not only that place, the scripture also becomes in the garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was there praying to God the Father that the Lord would help him to please him, that the Lord will help him to do his will, right? When Jesus was praying, that God will allow the to pass by him. Nevertheless, not the will of God, not the will of him, right? But the will of God be done. Bible records that angels came to Jesus when he was praying and they strengthened him. And as he prayed the more the Bible says his sweat was as thick as blood. His sweat was as blood as he prayed. And remember that that prayer was was made in partnership with angelic ministry. So if our Lord Jesus Christ, right? Our Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God incarnate, right? God in human form, that the ministry of angels are much more How much more his brothers and sisters How much more his sons and daughters and I make bold to say the ministry of angels did not end when when the apostles died the ministry of angels is a continuous till today men are exercising their God-given authority right and enjoying maximum results in partnering with angelic ministries till today tremendous results, right, in maximizing the ministry of angels that God has made available to them. Hallelujah. As we continue, I'll just I'll just say some things, right, some foundational truths about the ministry of angels. Let me just make it clear right now. We do not worship angels. The Bible says in Colossians chapter so 2, verse 18, the Bible talks about um, some people that come to the sea. Right. They come to deceive them and send them to seduce them unto the worship of angels. The Bible says, "Do not pay into such people, because you are not to worship angels." The Bible says, "Look up in one that Jesus Christ, after that the Lord called him his son, let all angels worship him." Hebrews one, verse six. The Bible says, "Let all angels worship him." If angels worship God and the Lord Jesus, then we should not worship angels. The Bible called them ministry spirits there. Servants of our God that God has ordained to serve us, even in the name of our Father. Angels are ordained to serve the saints as they carry out their service unto God. So we don't worship them. We do not also desire angels. Jesus is a desire of the nations, Jesus is a desire of the church, Jesus is a desire of the bride. We do not desire angels. Also, we do not pray to angels pray to God, we pray to God, we pray to God in the name of the Lord Jesus and we get resolved. He answers. Jesus said, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, you shall have it. Right? We don't pray to angels. We don't pray to angels. The David said in the book of Psalm 91, he said, and he shall give his angel charge over me. Right? And God shall give his angel charge over me. That is David talking to God and God giving charge to angels, right? Also, Jesus said, do you think, do you think I don't have what it takes to ask my father to send legions of angels to deliver me at this time? That was when, when he came to arrest him. Jesus said, I can talk to the father and he will immediately send me legions of angels right now. So, Jesus also even though you partnered in angelic ministry, you never pray to angels. Glory to God. Also, we don't look up to angels, and we don't look to angels for solution or for direction. We look to God. Amen. pray to God in the name of Jesus. We look up to Jesus. We look to Jesus for direction. We desire Jesus and we worship God. However, the scripture tells us that God can send angels to give us direction. Like he did to Joseph. The Bible records that Joseph after that Mary became pregnant with carrying carrying the child Jesus in her womb. The Bible records that Joseph had to think what was what was he gonna do with Mary? Should she should he let her go publicly? What should he do? Should he pull away, right? Which every man, every natural man, every normal man should do, right? But the scripture records that while he was thinking, he slept and he had a dream, and the angel of the Lord came to him and instructed him. And the angel of the Lord said to him, the angel of the Lord said to him, the seed that Mary is carrying is of God, is of the Lord. So take her in and do not make make her a subject of public disgrace. And again in chapter 2, we saw that the angel of the Lord appeared to him in another vision of the night, in another dream. And the angel told him that Aaron is about the life of his son. And he should take Jesus, the baby Jesus, and flee to Egypt until the angel bring word and immediately obeyed the angel. And in obeying the angel, the child Jesus was spared from from, from hell and death and destruction through the hand of Herod. Also, the scripture makes us see that God can send angels to bring provision to us like it did Elijah. There was a time that there was a famine, famine in Israel, right? And the scripture records that the angel blood brought fruit to Elijah. He brought fruit to Elijah. If the angel said to him, rise, eat, for the journey ahead of you is waiting. The earth is left by the angel came again. woke him, right Rise, eat, rise, eat, journey ahead of you is waiting. So angels can bring divine provisions to us. Also, we see in the scriptures that angels can bring answers to our prayers. God can send angels to bring answers to our prayers. We see that in the life of Cornelius. The Bible records that Cornelius was praying in Acts of Apostles chapter 10 an angel appeared to him, right? At about three o'clock in the afternoon, an angel appeared to me, and the angel said to him, Cornelius, your prayers are answered. He said, Is it your prayers and your arms given has come to God as a memorial. Right? So because of Cornelius' prayer, the Lord sent an angel to bring the answer to his prayers. Also, we see that also in the life of Zechariah, in the book of Luke chapter one, the Bible records that Zechariah was in the in the temple, performing his priestly duties and rites, and while he was there, angel Gabriel appeared to him, and Gabriel said, "Your prayers, oh Zechariah, your prayers are answered, and I have come to bring the answer to the prayer. Your wife is going to take him, and she's going to bring forth a son, right? And this, and this is what will be the destiny of the child. So we see that God can send His angels to bring the answer to our prayers." Now, why are we looking at activating angelic assistance? Why do we need to study angelic ministry? Why do we need to understand angelic ministry? Now, I I will just say a few things. We need to understand angelic ministry so that we can activate their ministries in our daily lives. Now, can I just say this? Either you are a believer or you are an unbeliever, right? Either you are saved or not. There is a measure of angelic ministry that you have access to. Such that even without your prayers, right? Those angels wish to do their work. For instance, before you got saved, certain angels were watching over you. That is why. That is why uh, some of us didn't die before we got saved. Yet we have gambled into different things that are the capacity to kill us. Some of us have been close to death at several points in our lives, but somehow we escaped. Some of those escapes were made by the ministry of angels. carried out by the ministry of angels, were made possible by the ministry of angels. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said something very interesting, Matthew 18. Jesus said, allow the little children to come to me, right? And it says, do not despise any of them because they are angels in heaven. Behold the face of the Father. Jesus said, little children have angels that behold the face of the, of the Father. And that tells me that since the time we were young, since the time we were little children, we are angels and we still do have the same angel, right? And more, perhaps, Behold on the face of the Father. So right from the time we were young, actually right from the time we were in our mother's womb, the moment our spirit was released from God into our mother's womb, right, an angel also was released from God to watch that baby in the womb, to watch that baby in the womb. Yeah. So, so at the time that you left the presence of the Lord in heaven to come to the earth into your mother's womb, an angel was released with you to watch over him. That's That's what people usually call the guardian angel. So, the guardian angel has been watching over you since the time you were in your mother's womb. That's why Paul said, Book of Galatians chapter 1, he said, The Lord has called me from my mother's womb. So, since the time God has called him from his mother's womb, there has been the angel of the Lord has been watching over him from his mother's womb. And not just Paul now, but everybody. The same way the Lord says to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, that from when you are in your mother's womb, I found you and I have ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Every child in their mother's womb have a ordination specific to them every child in the mothers of are calling specific to them and right from the time they enter into their mother their spirit entered into their mother's womb the angel of the lord has been released and assigned to watch over them to secure them to ensure that they are safe and to ensure that they are kept in the counsel of the Lord to ensure that to ensure that they do not die or to the fool God has set them to do of us, it is the ministry of these angels that, that and the Holy Spirit, of course, that got our parts into the place where we became saved, or into the moment of our salvation, into the point where we encounter the Lord. Amen. So, we need to understand the ministry of angels so that we can activate their ministries in our daily lives, so that we can activate their ministries in our homes, in our families, or our it be, if believers can enjoy and receive and enjoy the fullness of the ministry of angels in their families. It will be so it will be so sweet. That actually that's the plan of the Lord. That's the plan of the Lord. Imagine that everybody at home, right, can interact with their angels. Everybody at home can can, can the angelic an ministry. Everybody at home can maximize the ministry of angels. It will be so it will be so sweet. The home will be, the home will be full of joy, full of the presence of God and at the atmosphere of heaven. Also, the, the understanding of angelic ministry helps us to know how to activate them for our ministries and businesses. And we're going to be looking at this in, in succeeding episodes, how that God has assigned certain angels, right, for our ministries, for our business platforms, for our God-ordained assignment. Now, can I say this? One of the primary assignments of angelic ministries is that angelic ministries have been assigned or are designed and assigned to watch to watch to watch the, the agenda of God, to watch and see to the fulfillment of the agenda of God on the earth. So the drive of every angel is the agenda of God. The drive of every angel is the purpose of God. The drive of every angel is the intention of God. The drive of every angel is the plan of God. The drive of every angel is the word, the voice, and the commandment of God. Right. So, for every compass of God on the earth, there is an angel assigned to it. Have you ever wondered why the Bible says we have come to Zion, right? Hebrews chapter 12, the city of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem. We have come to innumerable company of angels. Hebrews 12, to about. We have come to innumerable company of angels, uncountable. Why do you think they're uncountable? They're uncountable because. Of God, the plan of God on the earth, right? It comes, it converges, it converges into a central point of redemption and restoration of all things. However, however, the the, the portions of these plans and purposes, right, is scattered all across the nations, all across the earth, right, all across the place, and and ages are assigned, right, to these purposes to see to their fulfillment, to see to. To their friction, even by the mercies of God, even by the power of God, even by the graciousness of God. Angels do not have their own power. Angels do not have their own glory. Angels do not have their own authority. Whatever they enter the angelic ministry, right, is using carrying out their ministry, they receive from the Lord the power, the glory, the authority that is used, right? It's from the Lord. It's from the Lord. And because of their because of their proximity to the Lord, based on, um, based on their formation, their configuration, and their placement, because of their proximity to God, they are in consistent. They are, in, they are in a place of consistent receiving the supplies from God to be able to carry out their ministries on the end. And lastly, I, I have here another reason why we need to understand angelic ministry so that we can maximize angelic visitations. There are certain periods in our life that the Lord sent angels to us, and if we don't maximize angelic visitations, we will not maximize every season in our lives. I'll say that again. If we do not maximize angelic visitations, we will not maximize every season, we will not maximize every plan, we will not maximize every supply for our lives. Now, so some people may just want to say, uh, I have the Holy Spirit, why do I need to, know how to interact with angels? I have the Holy Spirit. Why do I care about angels? I have the Holy Spirit. Why do I need to know how to receive a dedicated ministry? Now, can I say this? God is king. And because God is king, right, he can choose how he wants to do the things he wants to do. And no one can question him about it. God is not just king. God is sovereign king. He's alone in his class. The Bible calls him the governor general of the whole world. Okay, he's the creator of the universe, he's the one that ordained all things, and the Bible says, All things, right? In him, all things consist. I just want to make you see how big God is, and because God is so big, he can choose how he wants to do the things he wants to do, and no one is allowed to question, him, right? God can choose how he wants to do the things he wants to do and no one is allowed to question him. So, God has designed that angelic ministry will be an integral part of the friction of his plan for creation. God has designed that angelic ministry will be a principal portion, right, of the fulfillment of his desires towards creation and towards men. If God has designed it that way, then, we will be wise to align with God and receive the fullness of his plan for us, which includes the ministry of angels. You know what the Bible says in James 1 14? The Bible talking about angels. The Bible says, Are they not all the ministry of spirits that God has sent to minister to those who will be salvation? Or to those who shall be heirs of salvation. I did not minister spirit, some scripture says, some version says, are they not minister spirit, sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. Some says to those who inherit salvation. So, if God has designed that angelic um, ministry, right, will bring ministry to us, or angels bring ministry to us, then yeah, it is just wise for us to understand how to receive their ministry how to receive their supply how to receive their visitations how to receive the messages they bring to us from god why because it will help us to advance the question is why won't the holy spirit tells me tell me everything can i ask that the holy spirit won't tell you everything because he has chosen not to tell you everything if the holy spirit in jesus didn't tell him everything and he just to come and minister to him and a mission to him restrain him how much more you yes in Jesus right was was born of the spirit right from the womb the angel said to Mary imagine even the even the birth of Jesus even the birth of Jesus then happened outside of the ministry of angels Gabriel the angel said to Mary right he said, he said Mary asked, how shall things be after that Gabriel prophesied to her about the birth of Jesus Mary asked how shall these things be and Gabriel said the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and the power of the most High shall overshadow you and that seed shall be in your in your womb shall be called a holy seed and shall call his name Jesus so the angel said the Spirit of the Lord will come upon Mary right Mary was practically in what's the word now Mary's womb Mary's womb housed the Spirit of God you know Jesus does not have the, the, the Spirit that Jesus had right from the beginning right Is the Spirit of God right from Right from his womb, but he was born of the spirit. Right from his womb. So, what? What is father? What, what is mother? Allah. What is mother provided for him? Right, was a body. His spirit came directly from God. Directly from God, and that spirit that came directly from God is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit rested upon him, the power of Most High overshadowed uh, upon her, other, and the power of the Most High overshadowed her, and she was carrying a holy seed in her you womb. Know? A seed that is devoid of the, of the sin of Adam, that is devoid of corruption right from the beginning. Okay? So Jesus was born of the Spirit right from day one. Now, a man that is full of the Spirit, like the Bible said about him, in John chapter 3, verse 34, the Bible says, him whom the Lord sends, right, speaketh the words of God because God has given his spirit to him without measure. talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm uh, talking about the Lord Jesus. Like God has given his spirit to the Lord Jesus without measure. Now, a man who had the spirit of God without measure still needed the ministry of angels. He still needed the ministry angels. Then he goes, not tell him everything. Why? Because are certain things that the angels are supposed to bring to him as supplies, as revelation, as direction, as strength for intercession, as strength for prayers, And he maximizes their ministry, even as they brought the ministry to him, ordained by the Lord so let 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 that top part and go of um i hear the voice of the spirit. i don't need angels no you don't need angels god has designed you to need angels and that's why we are looking at this this series together now I, I, i'll just say this now um how do we activate energetic assistance now now can i just say this in case you are listening to this podcast and you're not born again you need to be born again you need to give your life to jesus to receive Jesus as the Lord and the Savior of your life. He needs to save you from sin. He needs to get you regenerated. You need to be born of God. That is the first thing to maximize an angelic ministry. Be born of God. Be born of God. Now, now let me say this again, right? Before we got saved, we had enjoyed an ministry, right? We may not know, we may not be aware, but yes, we had enjoyed angelic ministry even before we got saved. One way or the other they've kept us safe they kept us from evil one way or the other but then we cannot maximize their supply outside of the ministry of the Holy Spirit we cannot maximize the supply without we be born of God because the Bible says "The ministry spirit sent us to minister for those that shall inherit salvation okay so if you're born again angelic ministry have been given the The assignment to come to minister to you and for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. That is, that is that designation. We are not all angels, but that's their designation. That's that designation by God. Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus Christ. In your lifetime, you may never meet all the angels. That's why I said not all angels. Even though the Bible says, "Are they not all ministering spirits sent for to visit?" Shine every salvation in your lifetime, you will not meet all the angels that they have because they are innumerable, but not but but all the angels have been assigned to minister to all the saints. Hallelujah! So, how do we activate angelic assistance? I said earlier, you need to be born again, you need to be born of God, you need to be born of God, you need to be born again, you need to have the Holy Spirit in you because the Holy Spirit is the interface for relating with angelic ministry. Holy Spirit is the interface for relating with the Spirit, realm. Right? The Holy Spirit is the interface for relating with the kingdom realm of heaven where angels are. Now, now that you're born again, right? Let me believe that you're born again. Okay? And if you're not born again, can you, can you say this prayer after me? Lord Jesus, I receive you into my life as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sin. I repent of my evil ways. And I ask that you come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. From today, I don't want to live for sin anymore. I want to live for you. I want to live for your glory. I want to fulfill my destiny. I receive your spirit into my heart to lead me and guide me into all truth. Through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now, if you have said that prayer with me, I make bold to say to you that you are born again. The Bible says, in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, as many as have received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Okay? To become the children of God. Now that you have received him with your heart, God has given you the power to become his child. Now that's the first step. Now after that, the next thing you need to begin to do now that you're born again, or if you're born again before now, the next thing you need to do consistently is to acknowledge the ministry of angels every day. So you wake up in the morning and are doing your morning prayers, right? One of the things you should pray about right, is, is acknowledging the ministry of angels. Father, thank you for angelic ministries. Oh, glory to God. Father, thank you for angelic ministries. Father, thank you. Angelic ministries. Your word says in Psalm 34, verse 7 that the angels of the Lord encamp around the righteous, they encamp around those who fear the Lord. Lord, thank you because your angels encamp around me, your angels are all around me. Just keep acknowledging the ministries around your life, keep acknowledging the daily ministry in your family. Thank you. Because your angels are around me. And they are not just there doing nothing. Thank you because they are there working in my favor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Bible says, Are they not all ministering spirit. sent forth to minister to those who shall here in salvation? And thank you because I'm an heir of salvation. And so I receive the ministry of angels. I receive the supply of angels in my daily life. I receive the supply of angels to bring provision to me. I receive the supply of angels to bring direction in the will of the Lord. I receive the direction of angels to intervene in my daily life. I receive the direction of angels to bring protection. I receive the direction of angels to bring revelation from the Spirit of God to me. Hallelujah. Acknowledge their ministries every day. Acknowledge their ministries every day. Acknowledge their ministries over your finances. Father, thank you. Because angels are at work to ensure that my finances. My finances is stable. Angels are at work to ensure that I come to a point of economic rest. Lord, thank you. Because angels are at work to ensure that my business prosper. Oh, glory to God. Lord, thank you. Because your angels are at work to ensure that situations and circumstances fall into place, my bills to be paid. Oh Lord, thank you. Oh Lord, thank you. Because angels are at work to ensure that my children are safe. To ensure that my children are safe, to ensure that no evil will come around any member of my family. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because even when I'm sleeping, your angels are guiding and keeping watch over me. Thank you, Jesus. Just keep acknowledging that ministry every day. You're walking on the street and you're saying to yourself, thank you, Father, because I am not in. because the Bible says the angel of the Lord encamp around the righteous. So thank you, Rather, right now, because I am not alone. I'm walking with a cloud. I'm walking with a company of angels. Hallelujah. Acknowledge their ministries always. And the next step, right now, I have here is faith-filled confessions. Like I'm just doing now, like I just did. Faith-filled confessions. Keep confessing that angels are for you, keep confessing that God has sent them to your life keep confessing that they are there, right, to fulfill their assignment God has sent them to do in your life. Your faith, faith, confession, we, we, we activate an atmosphere around you where angels are able to do their work. Right? Another thing that is very crucial to maximizing the ministry of angels around us, Right? Is sustaining a act of purity. You know what the Bible says in Matthew 5, verse 8? It says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall please God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall please the Lord. I'm sorry, for they shall see God rather. Matthew, Matthew 5, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Okay, that's the intention of God for you. To see God means to descend God to the his kingdom. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 3 unless a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God to see the kingdom of God means to see all that God has made available for you in his kingdom so you cannot see the ministry of angels in a a measure unless you are born again and you cannot see the hand of God at work in a measure unless your heart is pure (laughs) purity is important purity is composite holiness is mandatory for every believer, holiness is one of the pathways to enjoy the fullness of the blessings of God. Holiness is mandatory. An atmosphere of sin, right, it repels angels. The Bible calls them holy angels. The same way God hates sin, they too, they don't like the atmosphere of sin. The, the, their assignment does not prosper in an atmosphere of sin. Let the atmosphere around you be the atmosphere of holiness. Can I say this? I just feel like I should say this. Avoid the use of vulgar words in your daily life. Avoid the use of vulgar words. Avoid the use of wrong speeches, wrong use of words, wrong phrases, insults, abuse, cursing. Do not do that. Learn to tame your tongue. Learn to tame your tongue learn to tame your tongue angels most times right they relate with us by the words of our mouth angels most times relate with us by the words of our mouth angels don't have the capacity to know our thoughts angels are not omniscient only, only god is so because they don't know our thought they relate with us based on our words and the things that we say the Bible says the Bible says the tongue, right? It's like the strongest weapon. James chapter 3 now. So the tongue is like the strongest weapon, right? In a man's body. It's small, but it can bring the whole body, right? It can, it can bring damage to the whole body if not rightly used. That's what the Bible says. By a man's word it shall be justified. By a man's word it shall be condemned. Your words are so important. The things you say every day, they are so important respect to objective ministries. They relate to you based on the words of your mouth. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, right? There's this other scripture that talks about um, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. So, if, as a, uh, if out of the abundance of the mouth, out of the abundance of the heart, right, the mouth speaketh, right? And the condition of the man's heart tells us who he is. That means, The words of a man tells us where he is. So angels know who you are by words. Angels relate with your person by words. Hallelujah. Say no to negativity. Do not not embrace negative speeches. If things look as though they are not moving forward in your life, don't confess things that are not moving forward. Confess things that are moving forward. The Bible says when there is a casting down, we should say there is a lifting up. So when we say there is a lifting up, what happens? Angels go to work and ensure that we are lifted up. As I walk, as I walk, if there is a casting down, we shall say there is a lifting up, and because we have said it, angels will go to work to ensure that we are lifted up. Let the weak say, "I am strong." That's the scripture. That's the word of the Lord. You know, God said to the Israelite, like, "What do you have said in my ears, I'm going to do." In the same way, the things we have said in the ears of the angels. They do most of the time. The Bible says, "Where the water became Eastern's power." We must be mindful of our words; it's so important in relating with the ministry of angels and maximizing the supplies of God. Another thing I want to point attention to here is the worship and praise of God. An atmosphere of worship, right? It's an atmosphere. receives the ministry of angels and atmosphere of worship right It's like it's, it, it, it 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 releases the, the presence of God it releases, it releases the cloud of glory right and angels feel at home in that kind of place <coughs> angels feel at home in that kind of place a place where they, where the cloud of the glory is right where where the atmosphere of God's presence is angels feel at home there So, when you live a life of consistent praise and worship of God, it does two things to you. One, it helps your heart to be in a place of gratitude, right? To be in a place of gratitude and submission to God. And two, it also creates around you an atmosphere, an atmosphere that allows for the manifestation of the ministry of the Another thing, I have two more things I wrote down here, right, that I want to mention. Expect angelic interventions every day. Expect it. Be, be in anticipation of angelic intervention every day in your life. Expect them to bring help to you every day. There was a time that the scripture recalls that uh, Agar and a son Ishmael, right? When they left Hebron the Bible recorded that at, at a particular point that their water was finished and Ishmael was thirsty to the point of death and Agar had to take, take him away from where she was right because she doesn't want to see him die and the scripture recorded that Agar was crying and Ishmael was crying and an angel appeared and an angel appeared and spoke to Agar about her son Ishmael and the angel said look there's a word there Right, and out of nowhere, a well materialized, and I was able to get water to feed us son. So, by the ministry of angels, there was divine provision of the Expect angels to bring provisions to you when you are in need. Expect angels to bring divine surprises to you. Expect walking on the street and having people do you favor, people you never know, people you've never met before. Expect it on a daily basis. The expectation is an attitude of faith that allows us to maximize the fullness of the soul of God for our lives. Faith helps us to receive what grace has given. I one of the things that Grace has given to us, believers, is right? the ministry of angels so faith also receive it and expectation is an expression of faith also expect angelic ministry to intercept you when you are on the wrong course you know the Bible said Balaam there was a time that Balaam right, was on the wrong course when he wanted to go and prophesy negatively and prophesy a course upon Israel the Bible recorded that an angel of the Lord withstood them. that was an angelic interception it happens like that to sons of God to do they want to take the wrong step but somehow the angel of the Lord intercepted them expect it's, it, it's a blessing of God it's an expression of God's mercy expect things like that on a daily basis hallelujah how can I say this as I begin to bring this to a close avoid murmuring avoid murmuring when things are not working around you do not murmur, do not complain. That was one of the reasons why the children of Israel, right, most of them lost their lives, not most now, some of them lost their lives in the wilderness. God can't bear murmuring. When you murmur, you insult God. When you murmur, right, when you murmur, and murmuring is, is the expression of anxiety, the expression of worries, the expression of doubt and fears. Their words. Mummering, complaining, God hates it, God detests it. An atmosphere of worry, of murmuring, of complaining, of of negativism, it it, it practically shuts down angelic ministry. But an atmosphere of hope, of faith, of peace, of trust, and God's ability to bring solution, to bring help, even when it's looking as if nothing is coming forth. That kind of atmosphere, right, allows angelic ministry to be prosperous. So one of the things I do consistently even people around me come here with today, is, is when I need when I need money, right? when I need money I just go Lord thank you for the ministry of angels thank you Father, because your angels are are consistently working with me and partnering with me for the assignment that you have called me to do and even in my personal life and so right now I release the ministry of angels to cause situations and circumstances to fall into place that money will come into my Right now, in the name of Jesus. Right, and I go, Lord, thank you because angels go right now, right, to stay the house of men to send me money, and money comes. The money comes. (laughs) My needs are consistently met. My needs have been consistently met like that at different point. It works. The people around me can testify to this. I do it every day. reasons why I do this because I am conscious, right? The angelic ministry is available to me for my needs to be met. So all I did was, all I do when I do that, right, is to maximise the supply of God, right, for my advantage. Even in the will of God, I'm not them to do what God did what they them to do. Hallelujah! Lord, thank you because your angels right now are to walk. Because the situations and circumstances to fall into place. For my needs to be met, for my bills to be paid, for my school fees to be settled, for my house friends to be settled, Just there's an email or your phone number the fly. You can send your testimonies, right? Of how this episode has blessed you. The next episode we are going to be looking at the um, the title, the Holy Spirit, Angels, and You, right? I titled is the Holy Spirit, Angels, and You. We are going to be looking at the the relationship and the interaction between the Holy Spirit, Angels, and the Believers. We're going to be seeing the discrepancy, right, in the ministry of Angels the unique ministry of the Holy Spirit to us and how we can receive the fullness of each ministries. Hallelujah. God bless you. See you at the next episode.